0: We have Alex Halper. You're with the PA Chamber of Business. Hi, Alex. How are you today?
1: I'm I'm doing well, Nikki. Thanks for having me on.
0: Thank you. Now you have done there's been some research done by the PA Department of Business to see how the how raising minimum wage has actually uh, affected other states. Am I correct?
1: Well, we have we have heard, as as I'm sure many have, um perspectives from, from other states that have attempted this. And it, it, it's played out uh, sort of exactly as, um, as, as we hear it would, which is some people certainly do benefit. Uh, other people are, are harmed, uh, whether it means uh, hours are reduced or their job is eliminated altogether. If you're a, you know, a small business owner, uh, and 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 you don't have the capacity to expand your labor costs uh, that significantly, then uh, then you're certainly harmed by it. So it's as always, it's a it's a mixed bag.
0: I think one of the states that was mentioned, uh, Michigan, was it? Was it Michigan.
1: Well, we've seen, you know, different uh minimum wage debates occur, you know, all over the country, and you know, it's it's sort of unfortunate we get into this very standard uh uh political debate about the minimum wage, um, and and at the end of the day, again, some people benefit, some people are harmed, uh but what you know we, we always hear about uh, the need to do this uh, because if you're you know for example we hear about a you know a single a single mom in Pennsylvania uh, can't raise a family earning the minimum wage and you know i think there is there is broad agreement that someone in that situation needs lawmakers uh, uh, working on policies to assist them and to help lift them up. What what you often don't hear is that when you look at who's earning the minimum wage in Pennsylvania, less than 1% are single moms over, over uh, 93%. And this is according to, to state data, 93% of minimum wage earners don't have children. Uh, So, you know, we think that lawmakers need to have a much more thoughtful, strategic oh. approach to how do you target support to those individuals uh, without triggering some of the negative impacts on employment that we've seen, you know, both in Pennsylvania in the past, but also around the country.
0: Right. Well, and what kind of negative um, have you seen in the past, I guess, is one of the questions I want to ask. Like these small businesses just going belly up because they can't... Well,
1: yeah. Well, you know, and I've uh you know, I've ch- challenged uh advocates for the, the 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 most recent proposal not only, you know, increasing the, you know, the current minimum wage by by more than 60% uh in just a few months and then, and then ultimately uh you know, more than double Uh, but the proposal also, this is important. The proposal, uh, does away with the tipped wage. And that's a, that's a system where, uh, everyone is, is always guaranteed the minimum wage, but for restaurants, for example, uh, there, they can utilize tips to ensure that, uh, the, the minimum wage is met, uh, for, for restaurants, um, if you do away with the tipped wage as is being proposed, uh, that's an over 235% increase to what are usually entry-level wages. And I would challenge advocates for this proposal, you know, go, to the clo- you know, go to your neighborhood restaurant, go to your coffee shop, ask them if they're prepared to increase entry-level wages by 235% in just a few months. There is just a, a complete disconnect between some of these, you know, sort of feel-good policies that are proposed in Harrisburg, uh, and and sort of the realities on the ground for for Pennsylvania employers.
0: Well, I know a lot of people who choose to be in a server's position because, with the tips, they actually end up making out way better per hour. I mean, there are some places that are, are slower, but I also know restaurant owners that you know, they'd be serving people themselves. They've been trying; they'd be trying to cook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And serve people themselves because they are not bringing in that kind of cash to pay out that kind of money for a server to sit there um, like that.
1: You're correct. These are you know these are operations that you know on average operate on on very thin profit margins. And and again, and then if they had to raise the, the
0: the rates, the raise the the menu items, they're going to yeah. lose customers because who's going to be able to afford to eat at a restaurant that's paying a server? Fifteen dollars an hour, right. we've
1: heard we've we've heard in other states that have that have eliminated the the tipped wage option uh, of restaurants prohibiting tips. If you have to pay if you have to pay a server fifteen dollars an hour to your point, you have to raise the cost of items on your menu so significantly just to make up the difference that you're going to lose customers already. And and some of the most um, yeah, some of the so, some of the most aggressive pushback has come from the servers themselves, who have have benefited better from a system where where they could earn tips. Uh, and under this, it just does not. It doesn't. The numbers don't crunch if you're the average restaurant owner in Pennsylvania.
0: I mean, I know at some decent restaurants you can walk out, and this is in Northeast PA with. Mm. Three hundred dollars a night, if you're doing a good job. Sometimes yeah. more, when just on tips. You know, yeah. If you break that down and you're making minimum wage now, even at fifteen dollars an hour, and you only put in a five-hour shift, somehow it doesn't work. The math doesn't right. compute for the server. Because I know people are going to say, but still, they should be paid. And, and people just don't seem to understand that. And I think restaurants, if that's the case, it's going to affect them more than any other business. I mean, I already know yeah. you could walk into Walmart right now and make $11 an hour. Yeah. And all you have you, to be a greeter
1: yeah I think if you look at at many of the sort of national corporations uh, their entry level wages have have gone up considerably over the years um, and and an increase of this of this extent I mean you're talking about ultimately within a few years uh, an over five hundred percent increase in the entry level wages for what you would pay for a server uh, again, this might you know, th- this may not necessarily uh, put Starbucks out of business, but go to your local coffee shop and ask that the owner whether you know he or she is ready to uh, to, to expand their labor costs that dramatically, and they're going to tell you, you know, only in Harrisburg uh, can that kind of be thought of as uh, as, a, 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 as an actual feasible public policy that's going to, that's going to help individuals. It was interesting. There's been a lot of talk with a freshman uh, congresswoman out of New York, uh, Ocasio-Cortez, and she tweeted recently how she heard her a coffee shop where she had worked uh was going out of business so she visited to you know say hi to her her former boss and fair you know say farewell well the boss was asked you know later by the media why he was closing down and he said two things he said you know rents are going up and he said new york's uh, minimum wage increase uh basically made it impossible for him to uh to to accommodate those labor costs and he had a shutdown so you know, I think it's just a, one of those situations where uh, I'm not questioning the intentions of advocates behind this legislation and behind these proposals. I think they they do want to help people, but but this disconnect between these proposals written on paper and and how it plays out in the real world uh, that's where we hope we can bring some uh, some awareness to the impact on on employers.
0: Okay, can you hold on a minute? We need to go to break, but we'll be back and get to, and and ha- have a couple more. Questions before you have to go? Sure. All right. Thanks, Alex. Hold on one minute. We're going to be back with traffic and weather together in a few. Nikki Stone sitting in for Frank Andrews on WILK News Radio, your WILK News Radio. And we are talking about raising a minimum wage with Alex Halper. He's from the PA Chamber of Business. Now, I found on your website where it said if an increase in the state's minimum wage goes to 10 10 an hour. That could l- lead to the loss of 31,000 Pennsylvanian jobs. Where did they come up with that number, and do you know? Um, that, sorry? You Where know, that? We're, yeah, so go ahead.
1: Sorry. Sorry about that, uh, Nikki. But that figure um, uh, came from the state's independent fiscal office, which uh, at the time was analyzing the proposal, which, as you said, was uh, ten dollars and ten cents, and estimated. I think it was maybe around uh, uh, thirty-three, but r- right in that range of uh, you know thirty-three or so thousand uh, jobs lost, you know, fewer jobs in the economy uh, as a result of that, um, of increasing the minimum wage to that level. So, of course, if the number is now 12 and ultimately uh, 15, uh, that number would almost certainly be higher.
0: A little bit higher. So, there will be jobs yeah. lost and we think because either businesses won't be able to employ as many people and they'll have to do cut packs or because um, they go belly up.
1: Right. Yeah, that's that that that's just the reality, and and I don't, and that uh, that doesn't account for you know if you're a small business, let's say you own a restaurant and you're thinking about uh, expanding to another location, all of a sudden this uh, this mandate is comes down and uh, you have to recalculate. The, uh, the numbers, and, and it may not work. So that you know, th- there are there are broader impacts uh, than what can be you know specifically calculated by you know whether it's the independent fiscal office at the state level or the Congressional Budget Office at the federal level, which did a similar analysis and found uh, you know, about they expected 500,000 jobs nationally, up to a million jobs lost uh, at ten dollars and ten cents. So these are not uh, these are not figures from from my from the PA chamber. This is not the, the business community you know crying that, that the sky is falling. These are nonpartisan, independent, you know, economists who who predict these outcomes from this policy.
0: Now, I'm still trying. I had a story sitting here talking about, like, lumberyards and places that have gone out of business in other states because of the... the And it really was a big deal. It really wasn't good for their states overall. I mean, on the surface, it sounds good. Oh, it's $15 or $12 is what we're talking about initially, but still. Um, but it's not... It's not as good as it sounds up front.
1: These things are, are... Are far more complicated than can ever be conveyed in sort of the the, the five, sec, uh, five second five second soundbite that um, sort of advocates make it out to be. Again, I think there's there is broad consensus that you know for for, for low income you know Pennsylvanians, uh, you know single parents raising children. Uh, of of course, we need to have a strategy. We need to have policies to. Uh, provide those individuals better opportunities and and to help and to help them uh but but i think there has to be recognition while while minimum wage you know this was a this was a new deal era policy that was intended to help those uh those you know primary breadwinners for families uh but over the decades and over the years as the 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 demographics have evolved and uh, the economy has changed that's just not the case anymore. You're talking a much younger population uh, in, these, in these jobs generally. Uh, you know, you're, you're talking individuals without children. So let's figure out ways to actually actually target support to the individuals that, that we all believe ought to be helped. Because I tell you, when those 33,000 jobs are reduced, there's a good chance it's going to be a lot of the same uh, people that uh, everyone says they want to help, and now all of a sudden uh, they're out of a job.
0: Right. Exactly. I mean, and some people think that, you know, the vast majority of people working for minimum wage are working for these large corporations. And that's not true. The vast majority of people making minimum wage are working for smaller companies.
1: That's right. Small- it's, it, it is. It's it is smaller employers. And that's who, you know, that's who we're hearing from now uh, who have very serious concerns about this proposal. And- they can even, even begin to accommodate it.
0: Now, I see even in New York State where the minimum wage is 11 10 an hour, if you cross the border up um, from the Endless Mountains region of PA and you go across the border, they have signs up that they hire people to work at their fast food chains at $15 an hour. Mm-hmm. And their minimum wage is... Eleven dollars, And so they're not even paying and here they're not paying minimum wage either. They're already paying above minimum wage. So I don't know where we're going to get with this. And most of these wages or even anything under 15 right now is hard to live on based on our no, rents yep. based on our and I'm thinking Northeast PA. Our cost of living is lower than it would be in Harrisburg or Philadelphia even, and it's Mm -hmm. difficult here, but I don't think raising minimum wage is going to be the savior to solving this problem. We need better jobs brought in to our areas.
1: I, I I would agree with you I, I think over the years and decades you know advocates on uh, supporting this have done a good job of creating this false choice of you know do you want to help uh, low-income families and therefore you have to, support, you know, dramatic increases to the minimum wage. And, and I think it's just necessary to, um, uh, to to call out that false choice and, and uh, you know, just make it clear that, that there are other but options. In the long that run, are, when know. they
0: ra- raise the ra- the wage to $15 an hour, PA gets more in their pocket to, due to taxes coming out from the higher mm-hmm. wage. And they're the only ones that are making out. The government. Yeah. All right. We have to go to break. I have news coming up. Alex, I appreciate your time. I will be checking in with you again when I see the need great. be. Thank you, Alex. Have a great well, day. Thank you.
1: Thank you Take Thanks care. for having me. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.